Hello, and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Milden Hall for the Word of God Sunday, which is the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A, on the 26th of January 2019. In today's homily, we reflect on the Word of God and how through the pages of our Bibles, we can discern, hear and encounter the living Word made flesh, Jesus Christ himself. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Hearing that John had been arrested, Jesus went back to Galilee and leaving Nazareth, he went and settled in Capernaum, a lakeside town on the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. In this way, the prophecy of Isaiah was to be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, way of the sea on the far side of Jordan, Galilee of the nations, the people that lived in darkness has seen a great light. On those who dwell in the land and the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that moment, Jesus began his preaching with the message, repent for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were making a cast in the lake with their net, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Going on from there, he saw another pair of brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in their boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called to them. At once, leaving the boat and their father, they followed him. He went round the whole of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness amongst the people. The Gospel of the Lord. It was 11 years ago, just before my ordination to the diaconate, that's when you become a deacon, just before um, you become a priest, and I was on retreat and having a number of doubts about my capacity to go through with the whole thing. I was wavering, I suppose you could say. And I went to Mass on that particular day of the retreat, And the scripture at Mass was from 2 Corinthians. My grace is sufficient for you. St. Paul's words. And it was as if that scripture was being spoken to me personally. It jumped out at me. It was precisely what I needed to hear. God seemed to be saying in that moment, whatever happens, Luke, my grace, my power in you will be enough. Don't worry, trust me. I'm not very good at trusting people, so I I promptly um, forgot all about it. Well, not forgot, but put it to one side, I should say. But a couple of days later, uh, a lady on the same retreat came up to me with the words, I've been praying for you, and I don't know if this means anything, but I have the sense that the Lord's saying, my grace is sufficient for you. Well, I promptly thanked the lady 
and then went to my room where I became emotional. I'd begun to write off um, the previous uh, experience as just my own imagination, a bit of a coincidence. It's what I wanted to hear on one level. But again, God seemed to speak to me with those words, my grace is sufficient for you. Words which were initially spoken to me from scripture at mass. In the gospel account we've just heard, we we hear of God speaking, God calling Simon, Andrew, James and John. Jesus comes by and calls to these men, follow me. And they respond by doing exactly that. The disciples were able to to hear Jesus' voice and then clearly act upon it. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to think that um, faith must have somehow been easier for the disciples because they they actually saw Jesus. They, They met him. They walked with him. They heard his voice. And perhaps in one sense they They did have it easier, but then again, huge demands were made of them, including dropping everything, following Jesus, and eventually dying for their faith. The truth is, however, is that God still speaks to us today. God speaks in many and various ways, but principally we encounter God's word in and through the Bible. Now this Sunday has been instituted as Word of God Sunday by Pope Francis in order that we appreciate, celebrate and rediscover the gift of God's Word in the Bible. And this year the church in England and Wales also celebrates the God who speaks, a year of the Word in which we are too supposed to focus once more on the God who speaks to us through the pages of Scripture through the pages of our Bibles. Pope Francis reminds us that the relationship between the risen Lord, the community of believers, and sacred scripture is essential to our identity as Christians. In other words, we need the Bible to make sense of who Jesus is and what his mission was about. Furthermore, Jesus actually speaks to us through the Bible. And this is why St. Jerome rightly said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And the Bible is more than just a book or a quaint religious text. The Bible is God's living word. Through the passages of scripture, God speaks to us, calls to us, gives himself to us. Now, to be clear, the Bible is not a magic book. It is, however, unlike any other book we could pick up and read. At every Mass, we hear readings from the Bible, after which the reader proclaims the word of the Lord, and we respond, thanks be to God. But how often, I wonder, do we skip past these readings or not really pay attention? Just want to rush past them until we get to the real meat of why we're here. Holy Communion. Yet God really does speak to us through the Bible. The liturgy of the word is not an aperitif to the main course. It's an important part of the Mass. In fact, the whole Mass is saturated with Scripture. But 
How can we consider the Bible with its many contradictions and many different um, phrases and, ideo- um, and uh, structures? How can we consider the Bible the Word of God? Well, the Bible is true. It teaches us truth, but it teaches us salvific truths. It's not a book which is dictated by God. It's a collection of books in different literary genres, including historical, poetic, biographical, and allegorical texts. It's written by men in their own language, with their own understanding of the world. But, and this is important, it is inspired. Inspired by the Holy Spirit. We can say, therefore, that the Bible has many writers, but only one author, God. And a good image for us might be that of St. Paul's Cathedral in London. If you um, ask people in common parlance um, who built St. Paul's Cathedral, people typically say Mm -hmm. Sir Christopher Wren. And indeed, Sir Christopher Wren is the man responsible, the architect, the genius behind the magnificent building. But Sir Christopher Wren did not lay a single stone. Many, many builders did. In a similar way, we can say that God is the architect, the genius of Scripture, although he used frail human authors to communicate his message. Because God is the author and the architect of the book, we must take it seriously, for the Bible is for us a place where we can hear God's voice and encounter his loving presence. We must remember always, however, that to be a Catholic Christian is not to be a person of the book. We do not worship the Bible. We worship the word of God. And Jesus is the word of God made flesh. The divine word is Jesus, and we can hear his voice through the pages of our Bibles. The Bible then points towards, reveals, and communicates the living word, Jesus Christ. Jesus speaks to us personally through the pages of this powerful and living book. He encourages us. He blesses us. He challenges us. He calls to us to follow him. When the reader reads and the priest proclaims the gospel text at Mass, Christ is speaking to us here, now, today. If we are tuned in to God, if we are alert, if we are paying attention, then we will be able to perceive, to, to hear God's voice and recognize the way he speaks to us and discern what he asks of us through the words of Scripture. Remember that story I started with. I was on a retreat when I heard God speak to me through scripture. And though I was praying, I was listening. I was disposed to the word of God. And I have to confess, I'm not always as disposed. I'm not always as tuned in as that. As tuned in as on that day when I heard those words I needed to hear. My grace is sufficient for you. But I need to be. We all need to be. 
If we are going to be people who hear the word of God, keep the word and act on the word, we need to be people who are tuned in to God's voice. In order to do this, it helps if we make reading the Bible a regular part of our prayer lives. Reading the Sunday Mass readings during the week before they come up in preparation for Sunday is a great way of preparing ourselves and tuning ourselves into what God wants to say to us. And to this end, I'm going to make available resource sheets um, throughout this year called the Wednesday Word. You'll find some at the back of the church by the font today, and I'll have them out each week. And these resources um, help us to pray through the scriptures for the upcoming Sunday. They'll help us to hear God's voice more clearly, not only at Mass, but outside of Mass in our weekly day-to-day lives as well. It's still January, so why not make a New Year's resolution to intentionally read and pray with your Bible throughout the year? However and whenever we do it, we all need to hear God's voice. So let's make a priority of our Bibles. In this year of the God who speaks, I pray that we all may hear the word of God more clearly and have the courage to act upon it. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall in the UK, then please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com Alternatively, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash bmrcparish. To follow me on social media, go to my Twitter handle at fatherlukeg, that's F-R-Luke-G. If you'd like to read pastoral and theological reflections, then check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com, that's F-R-Luke-Goymore.com. Hope this podcast has been of some use to you and helps to nourish you in your journey of faith. God bless you.